What's up, world? This is We Need the Fifth. This your man, Mo. Got my man Hill in the building. Yo. Got my man P on the line. What up? Fellas, coming off a, a, a big episode I felt last last week where we, we finished up the NBA Hall of Fame and whatnot. And during that time, we were talking about FIBA World Cup. United States and their potential to get gold in this World Cup. Well, it's Saturday, gentlemen, and the world won. Um, U.S. lost to Germany in a close one. But was it really? Germany pretty much had control of the game for the most part, I felt, for the majority of the game. Um, Let me first ask, did you guys get a chance to see the game? United States versus Germany semi semifinal match. Um, thanks to Hill for alerting me. I, I caught the the fourth quarter. Okay, okay. Um, you know, so um, yeah, I caught that. Any that. thoughts out there, out there about our U.S. national team? Um, the same that I've been given for the past since you know we started speaking of it. I just I think they need more talent. Now, I, I again, I want to just say that. There are talented players on this team. I just don't think it's the best talent that USA has to offer. And I think at this point, the world, I don't think the world's caught us just yet, although they obviously they won, but just overall, they, 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 they've they closed the gap so much. I think we have to bring our best yeah. to, to, to win gold. Yes, I, I think the margin of error has definitely collapsed on us. There's very little wiggle room um and to your point i think we definitely have to bring our top tier talent when it comes to international play hill did you get a shit of course you you put us on so yeah definitely um the field won so i'm eating crow on that but they beat them already you know what i'm saying they beat this team and they beat them handily so what I took from, from this was just an adjustment not made from the Lithuania game and points that Germany took. You know what I mean? The way they played earlier was that Schroeder tried to pretty much will them and out-talent the U.S., and the U.S. was just more a talented team. And they picked up on the soup to nuts with Lithuania and said, you know what? However, I'm playing inside out and I'm going to keep my ego because Schroeder is an ego guy as a Laker fan. <laughs> the best way to have the last laugh is to win. And it wasn't going to be on the shoulders of him being this offensive guy winning on, winning on his own. It was, he saw the flaws and U.S. just hasn't, did not adjust to that. Which gives me some credence to saying that they can't substitute height, yes, for one. But Steve Kerr, I have some questions. You you played this exact same team before. You had a precursor to what you had, and you just are coming off a loss. That I mean, that handily says a lot about to me about that whole that that coaching staff, which is said to be one of the elites. Yeah, and and they had some elite coaches or coaches that we would think would be considered for the Hall of Fame at the very least 
between Kerr, Spolstra, um, Few. What you say? You? Yeah, Mark Few is probably the least qualified. Few, yeah, one of the best college coaches out. So, and and, and no adjustments. And they went. I mean, they went down double figures. I mean, they they lost by two. They they came back to make it respectable. And like I said, you saw this Germany team before, and there was nothing that really stood out besides the fact of you're out rebounded again by plus 34, 37, 42. Mm. This short, I guess. And I guess you just can't, you know, like I said, you can't constitute for the difference and the factors, but it feels like I'm going in circles. You played them already and you're coming off a loss. So you know you're sh- you're short. You're not. These guys aren't going to turn into seven footers overnight. What was the game plan to say that we might get taken inside to the cleaners and get drugged? Nothing. Or they're just going to do nothing about it. And then that goes to P and your point in which I don't care if it's inside or out hill. I just think that this just isn't a team like this is. You know the team that just can't cut it. You know. Which might be the case. Yeah, but to your point, I know um, when we were talking in pre-production, you were highlighting like, hey, how much heat should be on Kerr for this loss? And initially when you said that, I was like, oh, hell, they didn't have enough talent to begin with. So let's, let's start with that, like to your point. But as I watched it this morning, the game, I'm seeing what you're talking about as far as, hey, roster selection and, and just the starting lineup that he chose. Um, he didn't. I felt like when they started making their comeback, especially in the first, I felt like he didn't capitalize on that and keep that group together. Um, I think it was Anthony Edwards, Austin Reeves, Halliburton, Portis, and Blanchero. At one mm-hmm. point, they made a run where they tied it up in the first half mm-hmm. and whatnot. And whatever they were doing with that group, they weren't able to keep, you know, keep it consistent. And it was just like, um, and I, yeah, it. it that goes to peace point, though. I hear what you're saying. I agree with you. That goes to peace point. That's a significant drop off to the second team, and I, and that second team has Brandon Ingram on it. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that say about Bi? You know what I'm saying? Like, and Bi wasn't didn't play. Um, I think he, he had. Um, I think they reported some type of stomach um, illness or something. To that right. Effect. But this whole tournament, he's. You would think he's the guy. Yeah, that's what another take takeaway like um, I got from this. Coming into this, I would say him, Anthony Edwards, Jalen Brunson. You you know you can make an argument who's the the, the best player on the team. And to Anthony Edwards' um, credit, he really just distanced himself. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, Anthony yeah. Edwards coming off these playoffs, I was impressed. You know what I mean? I still think he's a he's a good player. But um, yeah, to me, Anthony Edwards kind of separated himself. If you know, if we were ranking, you know, doing our little imaginary rankings, 
Um, Edwards definitely, you know, if he wasn't over him already, he, he is now in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in this World Cup, at least for me, I started to see the Anthony Edwards that Hill has seen since he was drafted. You know, and, and always boasted about, hey, Anthony Edwards is a beast. He could, you know, be a real star in the league. I started to see some of that come come, come to fruition. Uh, one of my biggest knocks on Anthony Edwards has always been his decision making. You know, whether that be on defense or orphans, I've always felt felt that he's allowed he's falling back on that jump shot a little too much for me, um, especially when he's has a clear mismatch against his defender and can get it to the hole and at the very least get a foul. You know, um, I, I always felt like I always wanted him to make be- better decisions in that regard. And you started to see that in, in this World Cup. And um, he, like I was telling Pete in, in our pre-production meetings, I, I think Anthony Edwards is coming. I, I think he's on his way to being, the, like I said, the type of player that he'll always saw him at. Um, I, I'm starting to see that player. You know, um, I don't know how that's going to develop with him in Minnesota. I don't know if, if that's going to be the best spot for him with his talent and where I think he's going to end up going. Um, but, yeah, I think he, he, he officially put the NBA on notice, like, it's for real what you saw last year in the playoffs, you know, um, as far as me stepping up to the moment. Anthony Edwards said, yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to double stamp that and double down on it. I'm here. I I mean, I saw quite a bit of, if we take anything from this, I think that's what, that that's a part of our, 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 our next segment. Like who we actually possibly think would could make it, but I at least saw some stocks raised, which I was happy about. I never was locked in to Halliburton's game. You know what I mean? So for me, Halliburton opened up my eyes as, you know, someone that Indiana should feel comfortable and turning over the keys to him and running that team. You know what I'm saying? He, he's good. You know, I yeah. what what um what Austin brings to the Lakers, he's unable to be unlocked. You know what I mean? The, these players are just becoming really, really good players. What could be to great teams or make great teams. That's how you build it up. And I saw some really good steps. I see why Milwaukee is going to be Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? I have an issue with Bobby Porter's in his height. Mm. He he wasn't that guy from look, Alabama, right? Uh, I, I want to say Arkansas. Arkansas, one I'm, of them. I'm not an expert on this on, on the SEC. One of those. Yeah. SEC. Arkansas, Alabama. Um, it, it's. I think Garnett messed it up for a lot of people. A lot of people ain't aren't Kevin Garnett, and Garnett was more of a presence inside for having that much talent on the outside. Yeah. And to your point, Hill, one of the things that I was thinking when I was watching the game is, like, I think U.S. basketball in general, especially when it comes to the big men, we're starting to lose that art, you know, of inside, you know, being able to negotiate your weight in the paint, 
and, and find a way and being able to, hey, have your back to the basket and um, be counted on for a, a bucket. Um, mm-hmm. It felt like when I was watching it, I don't know what you guys saw, but Bob, I never saw Bobby Porter actually put his back to the basket um, or take advantage of height disparities when he had it. Um, Jaron Jackson, I never saw him do that either. Um, it felt like they were all trying to face up and create off the dribble. And to my point, I know during the regular season, during the NBA regular season, I was talking to you guys about, hey, I feel like the big man is dying. The traditional big man is dying. And I think this World Cup is like proof positive as far as the United States. I think it's the way they're coached. Mm-hmm. In the way that they're they they're used, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like this, the talent is there now. Mm-hmm. Is it the golden era of Olajuwon and David Robinson? No, but I think there are talented big men. It's just the style of play. It's, yeah. it's all, the style of play. They, they, they'll tell you it's European, but it's more like street basketball. Where you know, if you if you go to any playground in America and your, your game is post up, you're not going to get a lot of shots if you mm-hmm. can't on your own and -hmm. i think it's the style that the nba's ends where if you can't face up and get it on your own no one's slowing down that no no one practices the entry pass like that's not you know what i mean really part of the game so i understand what you're saying but even that being said i feel you see you still see people like Giannis and joker who take a take advantage of their heights in other ways by you know getting offensive rebounds or just facing up, taking a couple of dribbles in and just raising up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, these are all non-American players to your point. But you know, mm-hmm. I so I think that the the big men are are still they're not extinct. That the the they're just they have to adjust to the style of play so they don't become extinct. And I don't know if that's gonna, and I, I don't know if that's gonna be possible. No, you see, I don't see, like I see, you sort of with Giannis, the last what four MVPs. I mean, but as far as United States talent, you're telling talk, talking to me about foreign talent, right? Because the the mm-hmm. best the best big men are foreign. I think it's right. just talent and, at that point. At this point, and and, and I'll give you one. I'm thinking of this guy's game, and I would give you take Walker Kessel off and Bobby Porters, as well as Paolo Boncaro. If you substitute those three players, right, and give me mid-level two players and just give me Rashid Wallace, this is a blowout. <laughs> if you give me yeah. just Rashid Wallace as my 5C Mm-hmm. And just give him the ball. He 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 turns around and he's throwing it on any of these seven footers, and he's monstrously getting rebounds. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. thinking to myself, I said the dream team spoiled us because it's dominance and beauty. You were able to just enjoy how great they were, and say it's going to be a fifty point game. We might, as you know, USA basketball have to say. Get the goal, bro. You know what I'm saying? Coach these kids. <laughs> to the goal. It, you want to showboat? Showboat when you're playing fundamental basketball and being up by 20 and the last two minutes you're doing some highlight reels. 
But for y'all doing this one-on-one stuff and 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 knowing that you are they're they're immensely talented, way more than their opposition, even playing against Luca and the other guys. It's Luca, and then you would say, All right, I'll take the other 12 USA players. And Hill, I agree with you in a Rashid Wallace thing, but would they give him the ball in the post? That's the issue. <laughs> yeah. like, that, that, that's the issue. That's that's the thing for me. Like in Mo, you know, if, if there was a Giannis, a Joker, American, would they get the would they would the coach draw a place to give them the ball in the post? Yeah. You know, the NBA tells me no. And the European yeah. basketball tells you that's the way we play basketball. Right. And you see uh, yeah. the kid, um, Zach Eady from Purdue, mm-hmm. a 7'3", 7'4", post player, gave you like 2010 in college. He had to go back to college because no one no one wants that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so if you're looking for a po- – I know he's Canadian. I know. but You'll see him tomorrow eat up the U.S. Yeah, if you're looking for a post player, if, if the NBA were looking for post players, Zach Eady would be like a top five pick. Mm-hmm. But they projected him as a second rounder because that's his game. A post, offensively, his game is in the post. They don't want that. So let me go on to my next question. Do we think the U.S. can still win a medal at this point? Yeah, I think, I think they definitely could beat Canada. Absolutely. Am I banking on it? I, I, I don't know the response from this being as a letdown. You know what I mean? Carmelo reached yeah. out. Kevin Durant reached out. You know what I mean? So it's like you still go back to the league as failures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So do you take it as you lost what should have been as the goal and pack it in and say like, yo, let's get ready for the league and give this up to Canada or you save face and grab some hardware. I don't know. Canada is pretty much on a competitive, competitive edge and it's house money. So they're going to be playing fun. Mm-hmm. The loss Shay is having fun. RJ is having fun out there. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I wonder how the demeanor for the U S will it be a letdown and they, continue to finish what they started and get some type of good faith showing? Or do they just say, you know what? It's not the goal. I'm not concerned. Yeah, I think if they want to come back next year, they yeah. they need to get the bronze. Because if, if they just don't medal, that, that that's that's just a stain on all their careers. Now, they could overcome it, you know, i.e. LeBron, Wade, et cetera. But that, that's, that's a stain on your career. If you know, if you just don't meddle at all, and which is possible, I think Canada is a good. I had I, honestly, I had yeah. Canada probably as the second best team in the right? They, they, uh, they meddle. I don't even know if you want any of these guys back now. Oh, be oh no, back. <laughs> well, we, we're getting to that hill. I, I I don't think. Um, I don't know. I want to say that I, I think this team is a prideful team and, and I think they'll, their pride will show out and they'll, they'll pull it out for a bronze medal. But my brain is telling me, nah, it's a wrap. Oh, um, I thought you were just, just, oh, I thought you were just asking for effort. And they, they, I don't care if they play their, their hardest, they still gonna lose. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean, this is gonna be a talent on talent game. I mean, this is yeah. not, this is not gonna be a fundamental game of, you know, serves inside out, working-wise. This is, Shea's going to look to play, RJ's going to look to play, Powell's going to look to play, Olenek is going to look to play. 
this is this is for country more so, you know. And I, think, and I get more of the edge to Canada. And I think quietly, you, you probably have the two best players in Shea and um, Ant Man mm-hmm. going head to head. You know what I mean? Just this individual Ooh. talent. So right. it, it'll be interesting. I think both of those those guys will definitely come to play. All right. Next question, and he'll kind of beat me to the punch. Do do we look to bring back anybody from this team for the Olympics, or do they have to 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 win this bronze medal game in order for anybody to be considered for the Olympics? Listen, for me, I mean, I have him as the top three. Two guards in the game. I would take them probably Uno. So if if you have it, it'll just be probably Ant Man and he would probably be coming off the bench. Cause I can give you two spots for each. I mean, you guys are right from the beginning. I can give you two spots in which each of these guys probably wouldn't make the third team, but definitely not the second team. So I it was an audition. I think Ant Man passed it. After that, no, like people's stock is just down. And Reeves' stock is not enough to get to where you want him to get. There's so many people paid before Reeves, but he played well. So many people before Brunson, he flamed out. I'm just thinking about the players that played well. You know, which is a a really good defensive player. You'll take a player who's half his defense and just immensely more scoring and, 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 and will take just for surefire offense. You know what I mean? There's no way Clay Thompson can move the puppies, but You'd rather put a 12 spot and say, I'd rather take Clay than McHale. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I, at that point, I would say, you know, I would take the players from this team. They're young. And this, but look what they showed you here. Why even do it? It's just certain players that just built for that stage. So you're taking Dame Lillard over? Yes, you're taking Dame Lillard over people. You're taking whatever you're doing. You're taking Dame Lillard. You're taking Kyrie. You're taking these players. That are just, they're just better. And players that'll just grasp it and figure out. These guys were young. Even when you had that anger, Ant is yelling in the in the Ant's yelling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to see this loss. He's getting fired. He, he's going crazy. Every single player is not hand, having that from the original team. Clay's in people's face. You know, uh, I'm not even going to say Steph because if you have these players, more than likely these people are getting drugged. They're putting on the show. It's going to be pretty like the dream team. Steph is going back and forth, going crazy, hitting threes. Damon's hitting threes here and there. You know what I'm saying? You just have so much more talent at the positions than these guys, which who I thought can get it done. But no, I mean, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. You know what I'm saying? They're going to bring out. Then you'll have Mitchell Robinson, and you, you, you have certain bigs that'll just be just for bigs because you have way more talent just around everywhere. So it won't matter. So, Pete. I'm sorry. Not I'm good. Sorry. No, yeah. Um, Pete, you think anybody deserves to come back for the Olympic squad? Deserve is tough because I think Jalen Brunson played well. Uh, Mikael Bridges played well. Like Hill alluded to, there's just more talent. Like uh, Jalen Brunson played well, but I'm not taking him over Steph or Dame or Kyrie. Mikael Bridges played well. I'm not taking him over Durant, LeBron, Jason Tatum. You know, um, Anthony Edwards would be the only player 
I would really consider bringing back. Um, and that that's tough because you have Devin Booker, you have Donovan Mitchell, you have Jalen Brown. So to be honest, I don't need him. Mm-hmm. But you know, if it if it came down to Donovan Mitchell, Anthony Edwards, just just almost as a thank you, because I think it's a, almost pretty much at this point, it's a push. I would mm-hmm. I would bring back Anthony Edwards. You know what I mean? Just to reward him for for his effort. You know what I mean? But he's coming off the pine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he yeah. he might he very might well be the twelfth man. Right. If if in in my eyes, if I get everyone I would want and everyone that that I want to commit commits, Anthony Edwards would be the twelfth man at best. Mm-hmm. And that's no and I, again that's no slight on Anthony Edwards. He's a he's a he's a young player. Years to come, he might be the best player on one of these Olympics teams. Mm-hmm. But right now, he would be a twelfth man. But and he's the only one that I would strongly consider bringing back. Yeah, I think we're all agreed um, on Anthony Edwards. And um, to your point, P, I I think if I'm the U.S. Olympic Committee, especially for basketball, I want to cultivate that type, what I've seen in this World Cup with Anthony Edwards. Mm -hmm. I want to cultivate it for when, hey, Steph Curry and and Dame Lillard won't be available for the next Olympics, you know, Um, not even for 2024 but 2028 you know um i i would want to bring him along and, and kind of um like like you said he'll be the 12th man so hey you get to see what it takes and, and, and what we need from you and, and what type of um commitment we need from you and then 2028 because 2028 you're going to be one of our lead guys yeah because you're going to be one of our captains yeah because frankly this is everybody's last hurrah. The guys that I'm going after, Steph, yeah. LeBron, Durant, Kawhi, um, AD, this is possibly their last international, you know, their last Team USA run. So, yeah. you know, just to have, you know, someone. And then, you know, p- people are human. If you yeah. don't invite anybody from this team, they might not want to come back. Mm-hmm. And say, oh, now you need me? Especially if I'm Anthony Edwards, I gave up my summer, and you know, and I balled out. You didn't pick me for the Olympics, but in 2028, oh, now nah, I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I looked around other talent that people that might not make it that would possibly been on this team. You know, what I'm saying like Paul George might not make the Olympic squad. You know, what I'm saying oh. they're better. Ingram, you could have substituted for his teammate, and Zion would have probably played better than what Ingram gave you. Zion translates to an international game where you just can't stop him. People jumping on his back, and he's still probably dunking it. I mean, there's just more. It's just levels to talent, and I thought that was Ingram's. I think Ingram has an and way better all-around bag than Zion, but who cares? They get the same amount of production and points when they're playing. Yeah. Um, And he was one of the few players I felt kind of let me down uh, or didn't meet the expectations I had of him going into this. To your point, Hill, I, I thought that, hey, him and um Anthony Edwards would be battling for that, you know, top dog spot. Um, and it just seemed like Brandon Ingram was, was lost at times. Uh, and just, yeah, wasn't effective. Like I said, he didn't meet my expectations. 
he he's a damn good player, and I don't know if he was just yeah. If, if he and and a lot of me put this on. All right, they didn't have two weeks to get together in jail. Okay, but I didn't like this guy's coaching. How he put team, not the way he coached, but the way he, the players he put out together. Yeah. Like it just seemed like you needed to get a gold medal, Steve. You need to go with your bread and butter and put people's egos to the to the side. Like you're still trying to funnel minutes for everyone. Find a team in which you feel comfortable that can get you a lead and which you can play figure around for the whole thing. Substitutions. It was it was rough. It was only two weeks. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I kind of want to ask, who who would we like to see go to the Olympics at this point? I know that it's twelve roster spots, right? Right. If we had to choose an Olympic squad today, who would, who would we? Honestly, for me, it's it's not hard at all. Okay. Um, you know, I'm thinking point guard. I need Stephen Dane. Done. Um, at the at the two, I need Jalen Brown and Devin Booker. Done. Um, at the small forward. The small. I would probably see the small. I'm not even. And I'm this probably, is going to be assuming that everybody's healthy. Everybody right. that you will. LBJ. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's just four because I. I I don't know. I don't even know who's exactly a power. I, I would know. go. I would go, but I definitely would go. LeBron, Durant, Kawhi, Tatum. Okay, so that's, 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 that's right And then AD and Joel Embiid, if he's available, would be my centers. And then for like you know the the last two spots, you would have like a Donovan Mitchell, Anthony Edwards, Clay Thompson. You know what I mean? Like so. Like my list is pretty, you know, I, my wish list for this team is pretty easy, and I know like getting Kawhi to play in the Olympics is like going to be a task. AD, you know, but though to me those are the the twelve best plays that the USA could put out there. Hill, yeah, I'm pretty you much agree with that list. Yeah, yeah, pretty much down that same same list, you know. <laughs> Moving forward, um, Coach Prime. In Colorado football, they had a big win last last week against TCU. Um, I think TCU at the time was ranked 17 in the nation. Um, Colorado was able to uh, pull up a uh, three-point uh, upset, 45 to 42. Uh, Shadur Sanders, I, I believe he had 510 passing yards. Um, Travis Hunter. Uh, two-way player, cornerback, um, and wide receiver had mm-hmm. uh intercept interception and a touchdown catch, and um had over a hundred receiving yards, I believe. How serious is should we take this Colorado team? Um, yeah. Or how far do we think they can go? How far? Do we think this Colorado, or how good do we think this Colorado team can be? Thirteen zip right now, just a little loud. Yeah, very serious. I wanted to yeah, chime in that they're up at actually at halftime, up thirteen nothing. So um, Nebraska defense, as we were talking off air, four sacks. You know, defense looks pretty good. Um, yeah, they have talent. 
you know what I mean? Like I we're going I know we're going to get into coach prime, you know what I mean? And then, you know, obviously he's a, gr- a great football mind on all levels of football. He's, he's, you know, one, but besides that, he has players, you know what I mean? Both of his sons, uh, Travis Hunter, um, even I think it's a tr- that that freshman. I think he had what four touchdowns, three touchdowns last week. It's like a true freshman. Like you know, I don't see how you don't take them serious. Phil, what are your thoughts on Colorado football? Um, uh, I'm high on primetime. Always has been. Um. And I hope Prime goes undefeated this season. Uh, that's the hopes and wishes. I I, I don't want to get too high in reality and too low in reality either. Um, I just want improvement. Each 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 game, I just want improvement. You know, to get to where I think he can be as a coach in this team uh, could be. This is their first go round. So I, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to be too cliche, but I, I just don't want to steep expectations with, with Colorado because it seems like that first loss might be a chink in the armor for all his detractors. Mm. So it's like he has to be perfect each time instead of these kids out there having fun. And that's all, that's all Prime is preaching to these kids. And it's not just the me against the world thing. It's just the fact that they don't believe you're as good as I think you guys are are good. And it's not, he's not willing mid-level players. He has a heck of a talent ooh, on his team. They they have good players. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it's just where would where would this defense be to uphold what they have? His son is special. Both of them, but definitely his his quarterback, he should be in a hopes for Heisman if he just continues. Yeah, I think to keep him back would be the stigma of you know the media not having you know to want his father. But if they continue winning, I don't think there's nothing you could do to even stop that. So for me, I don't know. I I I just think Coach Prime is just he's special, and I think they have something special brewing up there in Boulder. So we'll we'll see. I I don't want to put too much on it. But something's clicking here. See, I I, I want to start. I'm going to put both of y'all on the spot, but I want to start with you. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think at the end of the day, end of the season? What do you think college, um, Colorado Buffalo's record is going to be? Oh, their record! Wow. I've been taking like a look at their whole schedule. I'm assuming they're going to play what, 11 games, 10, 12? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll say yeah, 12. 12. Um, I think eight and I think eight and four is reasonable. Ooh, okay. Um, I think cool. seven and five is not even like bad, but you know, but I think eight because they have, I do know they have USC, Oregon, and Utah. Mm-hmm. And you know, as much as I'm rooting for Dion, those are probably three losses. Yeah, they can win. Don't get don't get me wrong. And I'm rooting for them to win, but you know, 
I think those definitely could be three losses on their on their um, on their record. So, like I said, if they finished seven and seven and five, eight and four, I, I think is a, a real successful season. Cool. Uh, Pac ten is not an easy go around. Um, is eight and four a cop out? Might be. Let, let you know what I'll go nine and three. Oof. I'll go nine and three. Wow. Okay. I'll go nine and three for me. Wow. And at the beginning of the season, before they played TCU, I thought that if Dion was able to get this Colorado Buffalo football program to 500, I thought that would have been a good season. Damn near a great season. Um, I don't think people realize how bad Colorado has been, you know, before before Dion got there. Um, I just want to reiterate, and I know we all know it, but they won one game last year. One game. He only has 10 scholarship players on his football team at this point. Um, I... I'm gonna sip on the sip on the Kool Aid, and I'm gonna say probably seventy five. Okay, so he 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 raised your so he raised your expectations. Okay, just, just, just a little bit, just a little bit. I, I'm seeing watching this um, Colorado Nebraska game, and his defense looks a little bit better than I thought they were after the TCU game. So um, that's giving me a little bit more hope for the future careful though uh, it, it really seems like this nebraska offense is awful yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really does okay, okay. i don't want to take a i don't want to take credit away from their defense but from from what i've seen like you know it looks like nebraska is going to have to be a defensive team this year I'll just put it that way i mean 23rd and the 30th bro at oregon that's going to be uh at Oregon, home to USC, back to back weeks. Yeah, they they get one and one with that minefield. Then that nine and three looks good, you know. I, then they got they also playing Stanford at home. But they they should be Stanford by then. UCLA, Oregon State, Utah, um, Utah, Utah, the U- Utah State. They actually down the Baylor, I think, right now, like 10, 10 to six, like a half. Yeah, seven. but don't 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 read too much into that. Their starting quarterback is still injured, not playing for Utah. So you got to figure that hey, he's going to be back by the time they play Colorado. Oh no, I, I got that as a loss. I already I already said that. I got to Utah as a loss. Um, yeah, they they have a tough schedule, man. Real tough schedule. We'll see. Um, you're talking about Colorado, talking about crime. And Hill, I think you, you kind of alluded to it. There's been a lot of hype with Coach Prime, especially with their win against a, a ranked opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, but along, along with that hype, is it's been, I think, Equally balanced. You, you hear a lot of criticism out there. Um, 
for Coach Deion Sanders and how he's been able to do it, especially utilizing the transfer portal, um, encouraging his players to um, take advantage of NIL deals. I believe his son um, is the highest, has the highest um, paid NIL contract for a college um, athlete right now. Um, well, this guy just busted open just now. Pause. Um, he's $7 million in any NIL player right now, and that's um, Ronnie James. Mm, Sold okay. out all merch. USC number six. He's $7 million more than any other player. Oh, okay. Okay. Him and Caitlin. Clark. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's crazy. Um, yeah. It, 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 that's our new reality. And along with that criticism, there's been a lot of um, infatuation, for lack of a better term, with Coach Deion Sanders and, and what he's bringing to Division One college football. What do you guys think of the hype surrounding Coach Deion at this point? Oh. <laughs> um, oh, no. and, and, and his potential impact on, on the um, Division One football. I don't know. I guess it depends who you who you ask. I I don't think I'm excited about this because of hype. Um, yeah, I think I think people have to understand for for people in our generation, our age group. Bo, you know, Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson, Deion Sanders. These guys are sports deities. So guys, in you know what I mean, like in our demographics. Like that mid eighties, late eighties, like so. Dion is Dion was Dion way before Colorado. You understand? So, um, yeah, it's hard to explain. Like if you if you don't know, if you know, you know. He's Dion Sanders. <laughs> Bro, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, this, this is if Michael Jordan or. or if you know became a coach of the Lakers or something like that or or any team you know um yeah I mean to piggyback off of P if you know anything about Dion all of this is going to be worn I'm sure right now God forgive me the ghost of Tim McCarver is probably asking God to send send him back the other way just, just get me out of here <laughs> Send me downtown to your other angel. I can't deal with this. You give him this? If you don't get anything about Deion Sanders, eccentric, it might not even be enough of a word. Yeah. So he's a hard pill to swallow. And 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 those are the type of players that I, I, I grew up marveling. It wasn't the... I mean, I, I don't understand how upset I saw... Like the Emmitt Smiths and the Barry Sanders just just hand over the ball after a touchdown. Tim Duncan dunks the ball and hands it to the ref. Didn't want to see it. Deion started this 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 great madness in which cultivated me as any type of sports fanatic, and that's what he's bringing in now. He's bringing in relativity to the youth. You know what I mean? He's not this old fogey in which I coach you guys, you go home. I need you here at six. He's an extended piece of family to these guys. You can reach this guy anytime. You know when people say, "Oh, I can coach," and and you said it said it pretty well. You know, Coach Cal got shots with having, 
you know, his personal phone number handed out to a lot of his players, they were able to reach the guy. And that means a lot to players. You know what I mean? So being away and us being away in college and knowing it and 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 having someone that serves as a parent when you're miles away from home, it, it it's huge. And as boys turning into men and 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 knowing the mistakes of what could see you at 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 college and we all know what those are and him having that um experience and saying don't make these mistakes now you know he's he's living proof of a person who you're trying to achieve and then some he's the greatest at his position yeah he's your and coach. I think, yeah and and i think she both of your points i think dion De- is like the perfect encapsulation of that superior athlete that realizes, hey, I work hard so I can play hard. You know what I mean? And so so that I can have fun with the game. That, And I think he's the perfect role model or leader for this new generation of college athletes that's coming down the pike where you have all these opportunities to create your own brand and, 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 and promote your own brand and make money for the first time and, and on college athletics. And you have someone that's saying to you, yeah, if you work hard, you should have swagger like this. And it's perfectly acceptable for you to have it like this, but you gotta put in the work. And I think Dion is the marriage of both of those worlds, you know. Um, And to your point, he's shown that he's been able to do it at the, peak levels you know um he's a legend um both in baseball and in football so um yeah and it's just your comfortability and i can't control it hey the guy is over there with a headset and a clipboard and he's propping up his place and i never seen him put on a chicken suit i never seen him do any put, do a backflip on the sidelines he's literally coaching yeah and then this bad thing is if he did any of those things they right. He might have been. He may be more well received by some. <laughs> right, but he is. He's he's literally coaching. Yeah, and so that's it. To me, that's a their problem. You know what I mean? And these kids just need to continue. And like you said, continue winning, and continue playing. But he cannot control. You know how you feel about him now, and, and I love the fact that he doesn't care about it either. Yeah, if 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 you're really if someone's confident makes you uncomfortable, that's your insecurity. Yeah. And I think Dion's confidence makes a whole lot of people <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah. Hey, hit us up on um social media. Let us know what you guys think. What do you th- guys think about the impact of Coach Dion um arrival in Colorado? What do you think um, Colorado football chances are for success? Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And you can hit us up directly at we need the fifth at gmail.com. Fellas, NBA offseason, been kind of quiet. But we finally have some big news. Christian Woods is finally off the board, fellas. 
Christian Wood has been signed by the Los Angeles Lakers. And Hill, you correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's a two-year minimum contract. Um, with uh, yeah, with play a, a play option. play option in second year. Yeah. So, fellas, we've been talking about Christian Woods being out there for a while. He's finally picked up by the LA Lakers. What do you think? How do you think this impacts the Lakers' chase for a championship? Till I start with you, the Laker fan. Um, from a, from a, a purse standpoint, hey, you got him for a darn near fifty four million dollars cheaper for a two year deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a plus for the Lakers. Um, he has he has height. He can shoot the ball. A defense we can work on because he needs some. Mm-hmm. All things equal. I got it as a steal. I, I targeted Christian Wood for the Lakers, but I knew they didn't have the money. Yeah. So this is perfect for me. We'll see how it plays out. Christmas came early for me once they signed him. That, that's how high I am. <laughs> so I'm wrong. It's $5.6 million. I'm not paying it anyway. So the fact that we have a that's a huge plus for that that front line. Yeah. P, what are your thoughts? My um, thoughts, this is not the Dallas Maverick free agent that I wanted to go to, to the Lakers. <laughs> you know I, mean? I, I agree. Um, really, really, really wanted to see Kyrie out there. Absolutely. That being said, I, I like his game. I, I, I agree with him. I think it's a still. <laughs> like for for that price, um, I know yeah. you know he's not the greatest defender in the world. You know he's flawed and everything. But again, for what you're paying, that's a steal. And I and I think just it's just a good pickup. He's a good player. He's going to yeah. help the Lakers win games. Now, how many games or how big of an impact that that's remains to be seen. But they're they're, they're better with them than they than they were the day before they signed them. Yeah, I think we're pretty unanimous in that. Um, I think this is the same to you guys. I think this is a steal of a deal uh, for the L.A. Lakers. Um, yeah, I, I to your point, Hill, I didn't even think Christian Woods was in the Lakers' um, plans. I didn't mm-hmm. think, to your point, I didn't think they could afford him. Uh, um, I thought he was at least at least a $20 million a, a year player, mm-hmm. at least. Um, and I wouldn't have been surprised if he got 30. But uh, for us to get him for what we got him for, um, yeah, exciting times. And, and that front court with him, LeBron, and AD, that could be dangerous. That could be real dangerous. I mean, he... he... Could he be a, a cheaper Lamarcus? I think I think that's where where you're trying to get him to. Nice little stretch for. Mm-hmm. With but AD, I, that could be that could equal nice little stretch four could equal a ring. I'm telling you, I, that, that that's a after after 
after Kyrie, he was on my that was the board for me. Mm. And he fell to us some certain way. I I wanted Christian for a while. Do you think this is this puts the Lakers closer to that favorite in the Western Conference? Yeah. Yeah, there. How would you see the Western Conference right now? I with what what what, what with what we know, just you know, with what we know. Of course, right the now. champs. With, I, of course, the defending champs, and then I got the Lakers right there. I got Phoenix somewhere three or four, but I, it's a big pickup for me. I, I was disappointed in the fact that the Lakers had a chance to get. I think it was Russ, and they could have got. Two picks plus Christian Wood and John Wall at the time. Mm. So I, I wanted Christian Wood since last year. And I would say you cut Wall, we'll see what he can give you. But I was looking to cut Wall and just grab, you know, Christian Wood in the picks. You got him now for $5.6 million. That's the guy I wanted. P, while you were going, I was asking help. Does this push the Lakers, this deal with Christian Wood, push the Lakers closer to being the favorites in the Western Conference? And with what we know now, and assuming everybody's going to be healthy, how would you recede? How would you see the Western Conference? That's a good question. Uh, they made it to the Western Conference Finals. I probably still have them at two. I think I have Denver one, Lakers two, Golden State three. Phoenix uh, four. Yeah, Phoenix four. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Sacramento probably five. Uh, you know, Memphis yeah. six. You know, yeah. So I, I think that they're definitely top four seed. Yeah, I know John Morant's not playing, but, um, you know, from what I've seen, they win without him anyway. Right. You got Dallas somewhere seven. Uh, who am I? I, I like to pick up from, um, what you call him from the Celtics? Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Are they okay. better than OKC, Minnesota? We'll see. They should be. That's the thing. I'm, honestly, I'm going off the results that I saw last year. Because to me, Luka and Kyrie, that's a playoff team. But it it's not. <laughs> but it's not. I mean, those last three are pretty shaky. I mean, yeah, but still, Luke. To well, me, I, I think OKC could be better than than them this year. Dallas, if, if than Dallas, yeah. I mean, I think OKC. If, or last if, year, <laughs> which we we'll call it. Yeah, <laughs> I think Holmgren, um, especially with a healthy Chet Holmgren coming in. Um, you continue um, building what you have with um, Shea and then Giddy um, coming into his own. Lou Dort. Uh, it's a good team. The William. Yeah. yeah, it's a good team. All right. Hey, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you guys think of the Christian Woods signing by the LA Lakers. Do you think this moves them up in the um, championship contention ladder? Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Don't forget to subscribe and, and, and hit that like notification button for, for the YouTube channel. 
and don't don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you uh, listen to your podcast. You can hit us up directly at we need the fifth at gmail.com. Fellas, what's on the radar? Oh, for me, 2024 Olympics. Um, honestly, the, this fever's been underwhelming because a lot of people didn't play, but I'm assuming Giannis will be available, Joker will be available. Uh, Wimby would be available for France. Hopefully, Wiggins and Jamal Murray are um, available for Canada. Man, I, I think this will be one of the best uh, basketball Olympics that we've we've ever seen. So yeah, that's I'm definitely waiting on next summer, 2024 Olympics. Man, basketball should be crazy. Phil, what's on your radar? Thirteen to seven. I'm getting a little shaky here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I didn't have Nebraska actually uh, winning this one, so it's it's, it's not out of my nine and three. This was was a was a, a gimme. So Ooh. it's it's Ooh. Buffalo football right now. It in the red Ooh. zone. In the red zone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's all. That's all your radar, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Immediately, right? Immediate now, right now. <laughs> Need to punch this in. I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting oh. for. Listen, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I just peeked into the game and somebody <laughs> just dropped a touchdown pass. I'm sorry. Um, what's on my radar? Um, Coco Golf. She just um got into the U.S. Open finals. Um, she's going to be playing later on today, so that's on my radar. Um. New York Liberty, WNBA, they are cooking, and that's home home cooking. So it's finally a New York basketball team I can get behind. So I'm I'm excited to see what they do in this upcoming postseason coming up in the WNBA. So um, that's what's on the radar, man. And college football, <laughs> college football. Colorado football. Oh, shoot. They just scored again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's on the radar, too. <laughs> Fellas, it's been real. Another one is in the bank. Until all our fifth, thank you. Be safe out there. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Don't forget to, to like and um, hit that notification button for the YouTube channel. Peace. Peace. Yeah. Peace.